are now listening to A Day in the Life Radio with KDV. In this episode, we will be interviewing with Joe T. Baker III. What's going on? What's going on? It's your boy KDV here, man. We are here on a Day in the Life radio podcast show, man. It's been a hot minute since I hopped on here. It's probably been about a year, but you know, it's good. It's it's all good. You know, it's just uh it's powerful that we're doing this. Uh, I got my boy Joe T. Baker the third in the building with me, man, and uh we just gonna talk about some things, you know. Joe T. Tell them who you are. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Joe T, the Jesus Freak. So you already know what time it is. Me and KDV going to drop a quick message on you real quick, and we're going to get up at your way. <laughs> Praise God, man. Praise God. So, man, uh, I brought you in the studio today. You know, Joe T is a, a, a blessed brother of mine. I actually met him about two years ago, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, at Hadley Park. First yep. time I met him, man, and we were performing out there, and he was out there pitching the CDs, man, and, you know, just allowing the, uh, the Spirit of the Lord to operate through him, just, you know, Letting his face be shown and letting his face be known. And so, you know, ever since then, we've been rocking, man. Yeah. And this brother is uh, immensely talented uh, just by the connections I've had with him. Uh, I've never seen anybody that can rap like he do. When the brother rap, <laughs> he don't even write nothing down. The thing that. is, he write it all in his head, man. And, and I... You know, I've seen stuff like that before, like on the internet, but I ain't That's never met nobody in person that <laughs> I can do that. that. And so, man, uh, just, you know, I don't know. Tell them a little bit about, you know, what you've been doing in the past, uh, maybe a little bit of your backstory. Well, you know, you you mentioned the Hadley Park thing and how we ended up connecting, and all of that really came from me coming home, which been, it'd be three, it was three years, okay. May the 23rd. I did 10 years in prison. 10 years, And yep. when I came home, man, I was just so on fire for the Lord, which I still am. Praise you know, God. I came home, I started doing my music. I was doing things with my book. I was going to the mall and promoting my book. And when I did the CD, you know, I, I started hearing about a lot of brothers who was doing gospel rap. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Certain names started popping up and then certain, you know, I run into people on Facebook mm-hmm. that was connected to some of these guys who was doing gospel rap. Because yeah. the only gospel rappers I knew was the ones I was getting to see on TV yeah. when I was locked up. You know, the Lecrae's and, yeah, you know, the absolutely. Andy Minios. And so when I came home and started doing the rap, I started getting connected to certain people who was doing music. And I can't remember who exactly it was that invited me to Hadley Park, but I knew when I got there it was going to be other gospel rappers yeah, there. So you can connect with. Them. Right. Absolutely. So yeah, that's yeah. that's how I ended up there and that's how we ended up crossing paths and like I man, I thank God for it too cuz you yeah. know, being around a brother and that's doing what you doing is on fire for the Lord like mm-hmm. you're on fire and you and you just as talented if not man. more, you know what I'm saying? Getting to hear you, you know what I'm saying, keeps me fired up, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Man, and a lot of man. artists don't make me feel that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're right. There are a lot of cats out there, man. That you know, and just from what I've, you know, my experience is a lot of cats out there that do it really not genuine right. about what they say they are. Right. You know, they do it because one, they may believe, but is their heart really a hundred percent for right, God? Right, you know? right. And so to really be genuine in it, your heart does have to be a hundred percent for Him, for His Word, right. for who He is, for for that lifestyle. Because right. it is a lifestyle. Yeah, it ain't just something that you say. You know, oh, I believe, right. but then you out here rapping about this, that, yeah, and the third, yeah, that, and yeah. there's mm-hmm. a huge difference, man. Um, so you mentioned like you did ten years, you know. Uh, that, in prison. Yeah, um, the 10 years. And the first thing I want to say, man, I was dead to the right guilty. I deserved yeah. every bit of it. If not, should have done way more than that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I grew up troubled child, you know, in and out of juvenile, mm-hmm. in and out of jail. And then finally I caught a case which led me to go to prison where I ended up doing 10 years. And I'm going to be honest, like the first 
two and a half, maybe going on three years, mm-hmm. you know, I was still struggling with myself so so much because, for one, I feel like I'm finna do the rest of my life in here. Yeah, you know, I done yeah. threw my whole life away. I love playing sports. I was a kid. I was a, I like being yeah. outdoors. I like, you know what I'm saying? And you now, like living life. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now I'm sitting in here and I'm just like, man, I done threw my whole life away for, for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So... I, I remember how I even came to the Lord was in the beginning of when I was doing my time. Mm-hmm. You know, I was watching uh, TBN one day. I was watching uh, Pastor, uh, well, Bishop T.D. Jakes. P. D. Yep. And T. D. I James remember James. watching him. Man, I, I was going through my TV. I was going through the channels, and I seen a black pastor, and for mm-hmm. some reason that made me stop. And I was like, let me see what this is. And I watched him at one time, and then from there I watched him every day. Yeah. 5 o'clock uh, Monday through Saturday and 5.30 on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I would watch him every day, and then finally one day I got up, man, and I just started talking to God. The only way I knew to talk yeah, to God, the same man. way I'm talking to talk you. Like a friend. And I caught that breakthrough. Yeah. And when I caught that Praise breakthrough God. right then and there, you know, I knew it was something special because I can't even explain the feeling to yeah, this day. Man. But my what transformation didn't take place that, that same day because I didn't know the word. I just knew I had some kind of experience that I can't explain yep. to nobody. Mm. But you know what I'm saying? But when I went to when I went to prison and finally got in general population, my mind was still, you know, in the place where it yep. was. Yeah. Yep. And man, I was still, you know, I was affiliated, you know what I'm saying? I was around, I was still hustling, you yep. know what I'm saying? I was doing everything that I was doing on the streets. Prison yep. was just another word within his own within self. Within his own self. You know yep. what I'm saying? It's and like then, a city within a city, man, really. Listen, man, people yeah. have no idea, <laughs> man. You thinking it's finna you know, be like the movies and a lot of yeah. it wasn't like that. It was just like I walked into another the world within itself that I could already relate to. Yep. And it was a lot of guys that I had been the juvenile with that was also that you already knew. in the prison. You yep. know, it was it was almost like a family reunion when yeah. I walked in there. Like, seriously, though. Yeah. Not just with people Man. that I had ran into in the past in juvenile. Like, my brother was there. Mm-hmm. My daddy was there. Yep. I remember my, you talk, I read your book. And yeah. we're going we gonna to talk about his books here shortly. That's what's up. But he has a book, uh, a few books out. But one book in particular that really, you know, just stood out to me was uh, The Life of Boot Baker. And I actually, I got it right here. I know Y'all can't see, but some of y'all can see if you're looking at the little video feed here. But the life of Boo Baker, man, and you know it actually talks about his story. And uh, man, it blessed me. Like I, I sat up here and read through that whole book in probably like three days. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm like, man, this is you know this is a powerful book to read. Man. Uh, but just you know reading the story about how you actually met your father yeah. in prison, yeah. like you had never actually had a relationship man. with him until then. Uh, I think you met your uncle in prison as well. Right. Yeah, and he played a role. Who in, helped me groom yeah. and get to where I, you know what I'm saying? My my relationship. With Christ, yeah. like you know, when I first got to prison, like my first, I'm saying, I walked in general population. I think in 2010, mm-hmm. at this prison, me, my brother, and my dad was at oh, the wow. same prison. You know, wow, we, yeah. we was actually in the unit together. We would go to my daddy's job together, go to the library together. Mm-hmm. Like me, my brother, and my dad, we both got the same mama and daddy, Man. which that was that was already weird. And yeah. the, the, the unit across from us, our, our little cousin was there, which is my daddy's sister's. Mm-hmm. Uh, son, and that's my daddy's nephew. So all of us was at the same prison together. Wow. Yeah. So some things happened. You know, my daddy ended up moving. You know, and uh, my brother ended up getting out, and then my dad ended up getting me moved to the prison where he was. But just to give you a little background on that, like, I grew up without my dad. My dad probably went to prison my first two, three, I probably was two, three months old mm-hmm. when my dad went to prison. So I never knew my dad, never you know what I'm saying? Him, yeah. We yeah. would go see him when I was, you know, maybe five, six, seven, you know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. was going into prison. I ain't really knowing what's going on. I'm just knowing we're going to this big institution with a fence around it. Yeah. Not knowing, you know, my family at the time was taking me, my auntie at the time was taking us, hoping mm-hmm. that this would steer us away from that type of lifestyle, yeah. but not knowing because of the 
atmosphere and the environment that I was already around, mm-hmm. these are things that little black kids like me glorified. Yeah, it was seen, common. It was common. So yeah. when we seen things that we looked up that we looked up to at the time as you know people who were gangsters and mobsters or people who was living a certain lifestyle, mm-hmm. it didn't steer us away from that. These people were our heroes. Yeah. So yep. it had the reverse effect. Yep. We was th- we wasn't looking at prison like no, nah, we don't want to go. We was going and seeing. And then the people in prison, let me say this, the people in prison when we went to visit, Mm -hmm. they didn't carry themselves in a manner to try to show us not to come that way. I remember one of the first times I really was sitting at the table with my dad. People would come over, shake his hand, say how good of a guy he was. He was affiliated at the time. He was the head of of the Gangster Disciples at the time. So even at a moment when I should be looking at my dad like, I don't want to live like this. Mm-hmm. I'm watching people somewhat give him praise of who he is and yeah. what he does, even where he's at. It's that street credibility yeah. is what it is. Yeah. So it still made yep. me want to look up to a lifestyle that I should have been like, that ain't what's up. That ain't what's up. Yep. And and it shouldn't. you shouldn't be coming off and trying to show it to us just because at the time you're trying to show me you're still a man and you still yeah. have some kind of sense of integrity and exactly. respect about yourself. But you're missing that from the lens of a kid looking mm-hmm. at you is like I can I want to be like that and, yep. and and you and you don't want that and that's that lack of understanding is, is really what it is you know because yep. you really probably never had anybody just show you you know this is how you really should conduct yourself or this is how your character should be built up you know what I'm saying right. so you you are what you say a product of your environment you really? know what I'm saying how you were raised up that's how you conduct yourself and I, I understand exactly where you're coming yeah. from from that aspect man and that's that's a tough ordeal you know especially when you don't know any better right. and you, you sit up and you wonder well, well you know why this police looking at me funny you know what I'm saying why, right. this, why this man over here right. treating me like I ain't nobody right. you know you, you don't know any better especially when right. you're young yep. so that's that's deep man now, deep. even when you hit on that right there like when it came to the officers and stuff because certain things just continue to get passed down it's like certain officers still knew my dad mhm and certain officers knew things about my granddad. Mm-hmm. So y- you automatically get that name. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It carries yep. on to you. They carries like on. You, you yep. automatically carry the characteristics and the personality of... of your bloodline, really. Is, and and, and, and yeah. it's already done put you in... Uh, a circle of saying you're you're a criminal, yeah. Because you have my granddaddy, my great granddaddy <laughs> uh, broke the law. My granddaddy went to prison. My daddy went yeah. to prison. My uncle's in prison. Like everybody went to prison. So when you leaving that for me in the neighborhood, not only I'm looking at a life that I should not glorify, but I'm glorifying. But I have a history, a yep. generation of people who done left a, a, a stigma on the community to look at. Yep. Here's another C who's and eventually going to go to prison, and it's <laughs> right. almost like the those same officers who already knew your dad or your uncle right. or your cousin, they looking at you and like, okay, when you grow up, I'm going to get you too. Exactly. And it's, it's, man, that's... And, that, and it's real. That's bad, man. It's real. It yeah, is, man. It, it's, it's, heart, it's heart-wrenching, if anything, yeah. you know, because yeah. none, none of us have to go through that because, you know, going through the system takes away so many rights and freedoms mm. from us as a people. And so, we, you know, we already live in a nation where they don't want us to vote. Come on. You know what I'm saying? They don't want us to go out and, and, and create businesses. Right. They don't want us to be leaders. They don't right. want us to do any of those things. Man. And so I look at you and it's like you actually broke the mold. In the Even though you've been through yeah. the system, yeah. look where you stand now. Yeah. You know, you got books out. Uh, you're an the entrepreneur. Music, man. The music. And I know you got some music coming too. Man, I, you know I stay working, man. I stay working. <laughs> but it, it, the hardest thing with that KDV, man. I'm glad we having this conversation because yeah, absolutely, I could t- you could tell people the testimony and things that I've been through. 
right in their face, man. And you don't, but you, they don't get to experience the climb and the drive that you have to have to continue to fight yeah. for these freedoms and these opportunities that yeah. that you. I want that you feel that you always should have had Absolutely. because I lived a certain way my entire life, not by choice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was it was it was the hand I was dealt. That you was dealt. And you know with, what I'm yeah. saying? And most people in my community looked at it like, oh, he was this and he was that, but not knowing what I had to go through in the environment where I was at. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, now I go through ten years of prison. The mental torment that you go through, the the depression, the stress, you know what I'm saying, going without, you know, not seeing family. And then on top of that, I'm having to survive around people who just want to live one way. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to find a way to mentally survive this and come yeah. out on the opposite end. And physically, I've seen I've seen people lose their life. I've seen yep. people get killed. I've seen people take their own life because they could not make it through. I've seen people who came in who were just like me, who had never done drugs and was there their first week, and they, was, they got on heroin yeah. because they couldn't handle what was going on. Yep. So then I go through 10 years of this, and I remember like my last week or two in there, I got to a place of saying, how am I going to do outside of here? Because yeah. I've adjusted to this. You're you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. How am I going to live? Like, yep. how are people going to look at my conversation when I'm talking and I experienced it? I yep. remember sometimes walking through Walmart and, and just pausing because things were back moving fast and listening mm-hmm. to conversations that I couldn't engage because it was like I died a uh, mental death, but I was physically still here. Yeah. I didn't get to grow with people. Yeah. I didn't get to gain the memories that yep. people gained. So it was like I stopped in time. Yep. I missed a whole 10-year period. Yep. So uh, now your when, life gone. Literally. You know yep. So now when I'm talking to people, I'm only talking about 2007. Yep. I'm in, they in 2017, and some they would reminisce with me because yep. a lot of them probably hadn't thought of them memories in a while. Yep. But after three, four months, people are like, okay, <laughs> you, you yep. need to snap out of that because we here. Yeah. You know it's what I'm saying? It's different now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That, I, I, you know, I've always actually dwelled on that before. I've thought about it as a way to systematically break down a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 put, you get put in the prison system. And you in there for 15, 20, 25 years, 10 years mm-hmm. of your life. That's gone down the drain. Yes, and then if you do get out or when you do get out, you got to get reacclimated to the world. Mm-hmm. You got to face these challenges. You got to go meet with your PO all the time yeah. uh, just to try to g- keep a job or get a job. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or if you do get a job, you still got to maintain yeah. that. And it's you tight. got this record on you. You know, it's a lot of challenges that yeah. you have to deal with, man. It's and so tight. Uh, uh, I remember like listening to documentaries of people who had to deal with that lifestyle mm-hmm. and like, how do you how do you readjust? You got all this new technology you got to get used to. I'm, not, I'm sure that was a world for you too. Still like your cell phone, yeah, Still like it's is, different. Man. You know, it's, yeah. it's not the same. But I mean, just watching you, man, and, and our conversations, and every time we, you know, text yeah. a phone call, you caught up pretty good, man. And you know, I, man. I'm gonna say I'm proud of you I just for that, that, man. Like for I appreciate real, that. yeah. Because you know. when you walk out of that door, you you my uncle always used to tell me this is. My uncle had the, the biggest impact on me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Him and my dad. Him and my dad had an equivalent impact. Mm-hmm. My uncle's impact is very different because I feel like he brought me to the life. He brought me to the word, Praise which God. gave yep. me a life that helped me understand who I am and what I am capable of, regardless of what I've been through. My mm-hmm. past didn't define me. I That's didn't right. have to hold on to that. So, with that being said, man, as a black man, period, it's tough. When you're making that adjustment, what helped me the most was 
it's his, it's a psychiatrist I used to go see. I remember it's one thing that he told me I never forget. He told me don't ever stop talking. Mm-hmm. And then he was I think he was trying to tell me I always be able to express what's going on with me in the moment where I am. Because the minute you shut that down, mm-hmm. you you stop progressing. It's like you just go ahead and accept whatever it is that you in. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing I've always been able to do. I always had an ability. I always was open to what I was going through. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to suppress that and just make it like it wasn't there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Being able to break through you know, whatever situation that you are faced with just by simply talking, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to keep on expressing myself, you know, because that not only will that allow people to see me for who Mm -hmm. I am, but it will also open up doors because somebody who may be seeing me express myself may be like, man, that's something different about that brother right there. You know, I want to talk to this brother. Mm -hmm. I want to get to know his story, you know. And that, that's part of the reason why we're sitting here with this podcast. <laughs> just because, you know, your testimony yeah. alone, man, we, you know, people are saved by mm-hmm. right. another person's testimony right. because they may be dealing with the exact, exact. same thing, you mm-hmm. know. And, and I, I encourage y'all, man, uh, reach out and read uh, Joe Baker's book, man, The Life of Boo Baker, you know. And he's, he's got some other books out as well. Uh, you, you got two more books out it's, prior to that, I don't had, you? I had, three, I had three prior to that, man. Mm-hmm. And, and they all call is the, the first is the Life Sunday to Sunday. The, next, the mm-hmm. second one was the life I think it was growing in Christ and then the the third one was the life I think uh breaking the curse. Okay. And they were and, more like plays, weren't they? Yeah, they were more like yep. plays and more like a series of people who trying to go through a change and not knowing God and then not only that you're you're trying to bring people that you care so much about along with you on the journey mm-hmm. and they don't understand that. Yeah. And I and I really started to I started writing it because I feel like I was already experiencing it before I came home. Even when I would call home and tell people, man, I done changed my life, man, I gave my life to Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and people, people, people don't, they don't see it. You know what I'm saying? They ain't trying to hear it neither. Yeah, they they like, ain't trying to hear it. Yeah. I got one cousin, man, loving to death, man. Uh, I, he called me one time. He was trying to get me to, uh, he was trying to tell me that he had some weed for sale. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I used to get drugs in, in the prison. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't talked to him in a long time, and he had finally been trying to catch up with me. And uh, I was on the phone with somebody, and they was like, man, I got Wayne right here. And they put him on the phone, and he was telling me, he was like, man, cuz, I got this weed. And I was like, <laughs> I said, cuz, I don't even move like that no more, man. You know, I done gave my life to Christ. And I didn't know he told me when I came home. He said, you remember that day you told me that? He said, man, I took my phone and looked at it, and he was like, that ain't boo. <laughs> <laughs> just like you're just like yeah. Huh? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I had a lot of people I grew up with. Them like my mama. You know what I'm saying. I remember when I had told her. You know what I'm saying. I changed yeah. my life and I told her I wanted to pray with her. She said what? Yeah. Just, just, <laughs> just throw people for a loop. You think yeah. of, you know when I think of that man, I think of um, Paul the apostle. Mm. You know what I'm saying. I remember when Paul. When he had gotten saved, mm. and his 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 transformation was radical. You know man. what I'm saying. It was like it was like. Instant, and so right. we're talking like a week later. He coming back right. to the places where he was stoning, stoning and killing and Christians. Man. You know what I'm saying? And you talking about a person who got dual citizenship. Yeah. So he he was he was smart on both, both sides, yeah. very intelligent. Mm-hmm. And he coming back. He talking about man, the goodness of the Lord <laughs> right. and stuff. And people was like, man, this what? can't be the same, dude. Yeah. This can't be. And yeah. so that's how you know you yeah. got Christ in you, man, because your mind is mm-hmm. renewed, it's transformed, yeah. it's not the same. Let right. this mind be in you, right. which was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus. And it, it just it blows your mind. Right. It blows people. Mind. Yeah, it blows yeah. your mind it, too. Though. It really do still to this day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and, and and you can't do nothing but break down and man, cry sometimes. You, yeah, you, you can't. Yeah, that, it's, it's it's a joyful feeling, man. And and it's a 
that feeling never it never goes away once you really got it. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Even in the midst of when you're going through stuff, you know what I'm saying? When you hit them roadblocks, you get that conviction, or, yep. or you feel, you know what I'm saying? That chastisement that you didn't know what it was, or that you never experienced. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That you to stay close to the connection that got me. They got me here. Yep. So, you know what right. I'm saying? Even the, in the three years I've been home, man, I've, you know what I'm saying? I've had many trials that I've fought in private. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Many. That uh, people don't see. Yeah. Yep. And yep. that I've had to fight. But the difference, I can honestly say with all my heart versus when I went to prison and now is I didn't have, I didn't have a father to run to. Yeah. I didn't have a word to run to to try to figure out what's going on with me. Yep. What's the, what, why, why is the enemy is even knowing the, the attack of the enemy, the devices yep. of the enemy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Not knowing to put on the armor of oh, what's oh going God, on. Yep. Yeah, not knowing to go in the prayer about certain things. I didn't, I didn't have that. You yep. know what I'm saying? I didn't have no fight because I didn't have him. You didn't have so, him, yeah. And that's the difference between, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people try to look at believers and, oh, you did this and you did that. See, the difference is now, I'm not saying to abuse the grace, but I have an avenue for when I do Ooh, fall. Come and on then, now. Not only that, you know what I'm saying? Now I know. Preaching. Let me let me see what's going on because I'm being attacked in a certain area mm-hmm. and it's something trying to pull me away from the most high. Now I have that fight in yes, me. Yes. And now if I'm fighting certain struggles or got certain strongholds, I know to put that under under the obedience of Christ. Yeah, I know man, how to boy. cast them imagination mm, back. What's that? Second Corinthians 10 5? Man, come on, yeah, man. Come on, man. Preach. <laughs> but see, when, preach. When, you, when you ain't got that, when you live in the street life that I lived and things are happening, is as fast as they are happening mm-hmm. and the enemy tricking you out of your soul and you out of your life and out of your future and your opportunities you just living a life you just living a life you yep. don't you just know. living yep. but see now yep. I'm able to I can be in an environment and see something and be Come like on now. okay this what this is yep, that's discernment spiritual yeah. discernment is what see, that is I didn't have that yeah. you know what I'm saying so that, that's the difference in having my relationship with God versus you know what I'm saying and man. not having one so it's, having a, one. it's a blessing you know what I'm saying so that's why we got the Holy Spirit Come man. On, man. So, you know <laughs> it, it, he guides you Leads you, directs you, comforts you, and convicts you. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you don't right. want to quench that Holy Spirit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't want to grieve that Holy Spirit. Come on, man. You want to put, you want to feed him every right. day. Yep. And the way you feed that Holy Spirit is by getting into mm-hmm. his word on a consistent basis. Whether it be yep. devotion, whether it be, you know, spending time in the scripture in the yep. morning or in, at yep. night, morning, yep. noon, and yep. night. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, getting in prayer, getting in Come fellowship, on, man. man. Yeah. I say these things, everybody I want y'all to hear, I say these things as an importance that that's a necessity if you are a believer. Come on. That's a part of your lifestyle. Take the time to actually spend with him on a day to day basis. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Don't sit up and play yes, with sir. it, man. Because you know you either hot or cold. Yeah. In this word, yeah. you know you either hot or cold in Christ. And what which would you rather be? Because if you lukewarm, guess what? The word of God say, man, he's just gonna spit come you spit, out. Come on, it's man. like drinking. Co- it's like <laughs> yeah. a cup of coffee. If you got a cup of coffee <laughs> on, and it's been sitting on top of the, right. the microwave for yeah. two hours after you done heated it up, that's and good. you drink it and it's lukewarm, guess what you gonna do? You gonna spit it out? Like I don't wanna drink this. That's good. Same concept, man. Think think about you know the relationship God desires. That intimacy yeah. with us, yeah, you know, and that's what he has with you, mm-hmm. right? He's mm-hmm. got that intimacy, and that's how that's how he's able to operate with right. you. You know, right. it's, it's no other way to right. do this thing. Right. You try to do it on your own, you're gonna look like a fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't, you can't, man. And I <laughs> you're gonna look like a fool, man. I when the when the transformation was taking place, it's, me and my dad, we once he got moved to another prison. Mm-hmm. My dad was hustling real big when I first got there, and mm-hmm. they, they end up getting in a big mix up and his name came up so they moved him to another prison mm-hmm. so once he was there for like a year you know what I'm saying clean up his name you know what I'm saying make mm-hmm. sure he was doing trying to live right to get me up there mm-hmm. so eventually like, they moved me from their prison and moved me up there with mm-hmm. him and within a week or so I was in the same cell with my dad okay. and Man. so when, when we That's sitting in the, yeah when we were sitting in the cell together 
eventually it was an officer that started working at this lady. I was going with the officer. Mm-hmm. She was bringing us drugs. You know what I'm saying? We was pretty much in control of the prison, just doing whatever we wanted to do. Yeah. And I remember at some point I started telling my dad that we was my first experience is what I got up off the bunk one night, used the bathroom, you know, and you living in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, so, yep. yeah. So I'm washing my hands after I use the bathroom, and as I'm washing my hands, I turn around and looked at my daddy laying in the bunk, sleep. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking there for a second, and I was like, this ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm in the cell with my daddy, like, literally. Yeah. <laughs> we got cell phones in here, drugs in here. We, And I'm in the like, he doing double life, yeah. two life sentences. And I'm doing 11 at 30 percent, and I've done 10 straight. Mm-hmm. But I remember a couple of weeks after that, we was breaking down some weeds sitting on the bottom bunk together. We got the the window covered up so nobody could see in what we're doing. And we was breaking down the weed together so we could sell it. And I remember looking up at him, and I was like, man, we can't keep doing this. Yeah, yeah. we just live, we're running in circles. Yeah, yeah. literally. And yeah. His, his words at the time, and I understand, he said, he told me straight to my face, he said, this is all I got. He said, this is my life. You know what I'm saying? He was like, you know, I ain't got people helping me on the outside no more. I don't have people doing this and doing that. He was like, this this all. That's all but, he know. Yeah. That's what he's saying. Yep. In that moment, though, I understood something different at that time because I was like, he just said, the key thing he said was, this is my life. You got double life. I'm finna go home in two and a half years. <laughs> you know man, what I'm saying? So it's a realization. Real talk, it man. Yeah. It was like, what? And it was like, yeah. Not, I hate to say it was like he was. It was like he almost didn't care for how I was gonna continue conducting myself because mm-hmm. the way what you start practicing, man, you gonna be that. Yep. So I'm. So yep. if we keep doing this, I'm gonna come home to this. Yep. And, you know? and you're gonna continue. And, and I'm then gonna, you're gonna continue end up right back where you. you right. Know. Yeah. And, and, and you God, don't want that. man, and God to me. He intervened. He gave me and my daddy the both of the experience that I feel that we both need because I had a void. Mm-hmm. My daddy told me he used to pray to spend time with me and my brother at some point, not knowing. He said it was crazy because he used to think sometimes being mm-hmm. in the cell with us, like, God, I didn't ask you to send them here for me to get the experience. Yeah. But now that we're here, let's deal with this. Let's deal with this. Because yeah. I got to say things that I never got to say. Yep. He got to express why he did what he did. And we and me and my daddy, that's, that's my best friend to this day. Like, wow, that's, that's, my, that's my dad. Dude, you know what I'm saying? But I can say that now. That, with, I can say that now with no yeah. hurt, no resentment, no yeah. because no I got off. to get it. Yeah, yeah, I got to get it off. Yeah, and he got to get it off. You know what I'm saying? Praise so God. yeah, that's powerful, man. He got, <laughs> he ended up getting moved to another prison, basically for the same thing. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't catch me with the girl that I was messing with at the time, mm-hmm. so they moved me to another prison. And this is where the most high was working, and I didn't even know. When I got to the prison, though, my uncle. They call him Toon. Well, his name Chris, Christopher Williams. Mm-hmm. He had changed his life and gave his life to Christ. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I used to send him dope to prison when I was on the street. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was a big-time game member. Five dudes who were crip. You know what I'm saying? He was over the penitentiary where he was at. I'm talking about treacherous. They were terrified of him. Like, yeah. he was he was the real deal, through and through. But when I got to the prison, I remember asking the guard, I'm like, do you know uh, Christopher Williams? And she was like, who you talking about, Toon? <laughs> she knew about Toon. <laughs> right. She didn't know. <laughs> right. Man. I Man. was like, yeah. And she was like, he in wow. the unit you going to. So in that moment, I was just like, it's just got to be God. Yeah, because absolutely. I just come out of a situation at a, at a prison. At the prison, not the prison. I had got out of the affiliation without being jumped on, stabbed, none of this. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's wow. even unheard of. <laughs> That's, yeah. God too. That's even unheard yep. of. You know? Yep. So 
and when I got to this prison, I went to his cell, you know what I'm saying, we had a short little talk, and then his first conversation was, look, nephew, I got you on whatever it is. He said, mm-hmm. but if you doing anything out, because he, he told me, first first thing he said is, I'm repping Christ. Yeah, all the way it. through and through. That's it. Anything outside of, you know what I'm saying, this word, I can't help you, nephew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He laid it down. Right there, you know what I'm saying, and I told him, which I was lying at the time, you know, I'm planning, trying to figure out if he's serious or not. I'm like, yeah, yeah Uncle, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, but not knowing, God literally removed things. Like back then, anything that I would touch or put my hands in, it would work. Yeah, criminally, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. worked. Yeah. But for the first time, anything that I tried, like it would just fall to the dirt. Yeah, spending my money until I went broke, lost all my connections, couldn't get on a cell phone. Yeah, and it was like God was saying, I'm gonna make sure. You honor that prayer for when you first yeah. caught this charge. Well, you were saying, God, Man. if you give me another chance, I will serve, I will serve you. you. Yep, I'm going to serve he you. He was making me commit to that. Yep. But he had to tear everything down. Yep. And it finally, when he grabbed my attention, because I, it humbled me. Because for mm. the first time, I lost everything. My pride is messing with me. I can't call home. I ain't got the shoes. I ain't yep. got all the food. I ain't got no choice but to turn to Listen, God. Listen, God. We need to talk. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. No choice Real but to turn to God. Yeah. Yeah. Man. They denied me my third time at parole. And it was like, man, I'm going to start going to the, this it, church. Yep. When I started going down there, when they started breaking the word down to me, I, I could understand. And when I could understand, it grabbed my attention. Mm-hmm. Versus, it wasn't somebody just talking at me. It They was talking to me. Yeah. They was helping yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? And they wasn't messed up with holding me accountable. I never had people around me who made me see me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. May I got I, I got one person in my life now that can constantly if I'm this and that and say hey hey, but I never had that. Yeah. Cause people always looked at me a certain in a certain light as a leader and wouldn't tell me, man, no, no, we ain't. And I had mm-hmm. that for the first time in the prison. Yep, in prison. So, yep. Yeah, and it, and it was sad. And the first time somebody ever prayed with me was my uncle. I never had nobody pray with me. That somebody, my uncle, hold my hands inside of a cell and pray with me inside of a cell. I never had nobody wow. to pray over me. You know what I'm saying? Man, and accountability is important, man. man. Yeah, <laughs> because 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 we, you know, when you alone. Like you may be a believer and you you may say in your your heart and in your spirit, I'm gonna serve God. I'm gonna strive to do everything He's called me to do. Mm-hmm. But then you by yourself all the time. And that's when the enemy likes to attack the most when you idle. You know what I'm saying? When you have an idle mind mm-hmm. or you ain't got nobody right. there. There are there are some pastors out there, like real faithful pastors, mm-hmm. every time they fly mm-hmm. and go do an event or mm-hmm. something, they they keep one person with right. them. Mm-hmm. And that person that they have with them it may not even be their wife, but it's their accountability person. Right. Because they know that if they by themselves, mm-hmm. they're going to mess up. It's, it's, they it's gonna, some trouble. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> trouble, I mean, man. and that, to everybody listening, man, right. if y'all hear this, that's important. It is. Have an accountability part, partner with you, you know, whether it be your spouse, if, mm-hmm. you know, if y'all on that level, because not everybody's marriage is on that right. same level. Uh, but whether it be a close brother in Christ that you know, uh, mm-hmm. anybody that you know that's going to hold you accountable in the yeah. situation, say, Joe, mm-hmm. what you doing, man? Yeah. Hold on. You know, right. Let's pray about this real quick. Real. You know, Kedrick, what you doing? Let's mm-hmm. pray about this real quick. You know, you know, God wouldn't have you to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the enemy. Let's let's rebuke him yes, right sir. now and cast him back yes, to the pit where he belongs. Mm-hmm. And so that that's that's key mm-hmm. in this walk. So just remember that. Remember when Jesus was sending the disciples out, mm-hmm. he was sending them two by, two, by two. two. Yes. And you know what I'm saying? He would tell them to carry nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Carry absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. And so that way your whole entire focus and your emphasis is only gonna be on, yes, on God's sir. will. Yes, Because that's that's the yep. only voice we should be hearing yep. when we're operating in the you know, mm-hmm. in the body. Yeah, so it's just good. 
It's powerful, man. I love to hear that. One of my favorite scriptures that relate to that is it said, "Faithful are the wounds of a friend, yes, but deceitful are the kisses of an enemy." <laughs> Faithful, are come wounds, on, you got to have people around you that's gonna tell you the truth, even if it risks losing the relationship. Man. Because if you mm. got people, if you just got the yes man and the yes woman yep. around you, just following their thing, you think you're gonna, you gonna turn into the blind leading the blind and yep. fall into the ditch. You yep. know what I'm saying? They ain't genuine yeah. about it either. You gotta you know. have somebody to be able to tell you no in the right time. The you right gotta time. have somebody to be able to say, "Man, if you do that, this is what's going." Happen and I ain't doing it with you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's just like Job, man. Job had, you know what I'm saying, all them fake friends or telling yeah. them half truth. Yeah. Even his own wife yeah. was sitting up telling him you need to denounce God. And he yep. looked at her like, and he hurting. He, yeah. he got balls all on his body and yep. he looking at her like, woman, are you crazy? <laughs> right. And guess what God did? <laughs> Struck it down. There it is. Yep. Seriously. I mean, mm-hmm. it's no joke. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't going to serve God, who you going to serve? Right. right. You know, because right. if you don't, you're going to end up living a life of trouble. Right. You know, the only way yeah. we can live this life. With peace and and have peace is by following the will of God. You know what I'm saying? Accepting Jesus Christ as Lord of our life. That's the way. That's the way, man. He said He the way, the truth, truth and the life. No No man comes unto the Father, and it's it's real. Yeah, saved by Him. So, what? Let me ask you this, man. So, at this point in your life now, what 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 drives you to push forward? What drives you to continue uh, uh, having that creative spirit that God has given you to continue doing the things that He's you know instilled inside of you to do to just continue to the press. What drives you? The first thing I think is, um, what I know is him even giving me the opportunity. Amen. After everything that I've been through, did he still gave me a sound mind? You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. I still ain't did a drug to this day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's I'm emotional even just thinking about it because you bringing it to me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Being alive, I ain't never been shot. Man. <laughs> I ain't never been stabbed, and I done did things that. If I told my story through and through, even outside of the book, the book got 200-some pages probably missing. There ain't in it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to, to sit here to be alive and wake up, if I was to wake up and be like, man, it ain't nothing I can do for the Lord or anything that I, if I ain't, how do, how can you not be that grateful or thankful yeah. to even just be like, man, he gave me this chance after in and out of Juvie, yep. being, treat my mama the way I treat her, treat my friends the way I treat her, shooting many people I shot, doing all the robberies, selling all the dope, you know what I'm saying, doing the time in yep. jail, doing the time in prison, coming home, you know what I'm saying, and even fail a couple of times since I've been here and still not say, well, Lord, I'm yours. I'm yours. You know what I'm mm. saying? Uh, yep. second, I don't belong to nobody but, but you. you. At yep. the end of the day, yep. yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? The second is family. You know mm, what I'm saying? There you go. Yep. Real talk. The motivation like, right there. Never had. I don't feel like I never had real family. I had people who say we was family, but we didn't operate. I feel that as family should. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And with saying that is not having love. You know what I'm saying? Yep. The yep. way the Bible explained love ain't the kind of love that I had growing oh, up. You know what I'm saying? Said. So. Mm. To be around what I can express as love, some like we were just talking about, somebody being able to correct, correct me, somebody to be able to show me, you know what I'm saying, a different feel, you know what I'm saying, that gives me the drive. That's, that's something else I'm grateful for to say, man, I'm going to continue on in this fight because I feel like I wouldn't have got that had I not had him because Amen. I couldn't identify what the real love is versus what the, I what thought the, the love was. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's another thing. And then another thing is just... I love him, you know mm. what I'm saying. And Ooh. when when I'm doing him, I'm I feel good. Well, you I declare just, that, man. Talk. It, it, yeah, it, it makes your spirit <laughs> yeah. feel fulfilled. Period. You know what I'm saying. I was telling, we was having a conversation yesterday, and uh, 
you know, my fire from when I first came home to where I'm at now, mm-hmm. it's, I feel like I'm still on fire, but I remember telling her, boy, I feel like when I first walked out of here mm-hmm. yesterday. <laughs> you were ready. Yeah. You were just ready. Like, go yeah, ahead, devil. Throw whatever yeah. takes you want to throw at me, man. I'm just, you know, they're yeah. going to they deflect. It's just him, gonna, man. Yeah. It's just him. You know what I'm saying? When you see him intervene, when you see him provide, when you see yep. him shelter, when you see him in grace, when you see his love, when you see him show up, when yep. you didn't think he was going to show up, when you see him forgive you, when you feel like I ain't, he wasn't going to forgive me, when you see him say, come on, when you felt he was going to push you away, when you mm-hmm. felt like yeah, he just done turned you over to a reprobate man or something like that, and he yep. like, nah, I didn't, just, I'm here, that's a that's a lie from yep. the pits of hell, Ooh-hoo-hoo. you know what I'm saying, it's come on. When, when you think of him and his yep. grace, and his grace, period. That that alone, when you understand that relationship and you know I have him, ain't nobody finna pluck you out of my hand. Yeah. I gave it to you. Yeah. I'm here. Mm. When you got come that, on now. come on, man. Look, man, ain't boy. nothing to talk about. That's how, that's how you get chills, man. <laughs> running up, your, man. When you just you talking about talk. the goodness of the Lord, come just, on, man. When you, powerful, when man. You, when you you can't even explain it. When you say I have a connection, a direct connection with the creator of everything. Yes. The stars, who created the moon, who created the sun, who created grass, who created animals, who created human life, who created the, the oceans, who who designed this. Everything. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Who created the, you know what I'm saying? Outside of being able to see the moon and 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 different Planets and I have a I can talk to this person yeah. and he talk to me. Listen Directly, to me. that's yep. serious, man. Yeah, when you when you take that serious, that's serious. Yep. I can talk to the person who made all of this. Come on, and man. everybody has that ability to do that <laughs> if they talk. just if they believe. Yeah, man. yeah, man, I love that man. I don't know, I don't know, no. <laughs> can't even say nothing after that. That's just. Man, yeah. <laughs> just think about, it. just draw on that for a minute, it's man. Serious, man. Yeah, it's draw serious. on that for a minute. It's serious. Um. So I know we talked about how many books you got out. Mm-hmm. Do you plan on writing any more books in the future? Oh, uh, I talked about it a couple of times, man. Because um, when I'm doing, when I'm going to the miles and promoting the book, and every time I get to the prison story, it intrigues people about me being in a cell with my dad. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I can't express ten years in the in the pages that I have in there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people ask so me about. Yeah, it was a lot. You know yeah. what I'm saying about. Uh, the moments I had with affiliate being affiliated, it's only a few moments. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the me and my dad was in the cell. I think maybe almost six months, mm-hmm. but I could probably write a book alone on the back and forth me and him had. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The moments we had, I can. I feel like I wanted to write a book based on the ten years experience. Mm-hmm. Period. The being on the twenty three and one, what I went through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How I end up, you know, with the cuts on my wrist and. Uh, uh, taking uh, the psychotropic meds and going to talk to the psychiatrist and, you know what I'm saying, the fights that I got in, the, yeah. the moments when when I first walked to general population, how I felt, you know what I'm saying, when I was in search of certain situations that I knew I had put myself in, like mm-hmm. the fear of everything, you know what I'm saying? I, I, want, I do want to do one based on the 10-year experience being inside. That, if, I, if I do one, I pray, you know what I'm saying, God yeah. will, you know what I'm saying, that will be it because yeah just following his guidance yeah yeah i love that man i love that it's powerful man um so the other two books the other three books that you have Mm -hmm. you know they're all pretty much play-based for the most part yeah you ever see yourself actually you know making that a a reality actually having a play or even a movie Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because when you read if y'all go and read these books 
it's literally like reading a script. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It is, <laughs> like, it is. you know, you got this yeah. individual. It's characterized form. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. it's literally a script. And yeah. so I, I think that I don't know if even I can have a hand in, you know, maybe helping make that a reality. But that would be dope, man, to like actually have a visual yeah. of those books. It's, because it's still, a, you know, it's a powerful anointed story. Yeah. And so, and it's on God's time. And right, but, right, but, right. But do you and your spirit feel like that that's something God may actually make a reality one Most day? definitely. And, I, and I'll tell you why. Because that was the beginning of me. Uh, when I was around my uncle and them, that book really brought me to Help me get to a better understanding too. Because one mm-hmm. thing I do love to write, and, uh, and I can express myself in writing. Mm-hmm. And when I was writing, I could see it, you know, because I'm a visual person and I like to tell stories. So when I was writing, my cell at the time was my still my guy now, man. If I had to say that I had a, if I, if somebody asked me who my shepherd was, I'd say it was him. Yeah. The, man, I sit in that cell, and when I started writing out the the play, I could already see it. But I would also ask him at the time, hey, what's a good scripture that'll help me for what I'm discussing with the characters? Because these characters were trying to figure out who God was and yeah. what's going on. For and he sure. would like, hey, check this scripture out. And he would give me certain scriptures. And I'd go read them and look them up. And I'd be like, ah, oh, that's, that's perfect. You <laughs> that's know what I'm saying? Fine. So I, yeah. put, I put them in there as reference scriptures. But I also learned them scriptures at the same time. Okay. And it kept me encouraged to write. I'd write more and write more. And I was expressing how I felt about God. You know what I'm saying? My disbelief in moments about God. My comment conflicts with God and I would ask him hey he probably didn't know what I was actually going through but I'm yeah. trying to express what I'm feeling and thinking towards God and I'd be like hey what, what's the scripture that'll fit for this and he'd give me another one yeah. and it was answering my questions at the time I like to say it was like God tricked me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like okay well here's a way I kind of right. like kind of like when Jesus would express things in parables yeah. you know because yeah. yeah. the reason he would do that is because if he tried to tell it basically in a spiritual sense mm-hmm. People would be like, I don't understand right. that. So God would give it to him in a story. Right. You know, he'd yep. have roles yep. and characters, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, that he would actually put together in a parable. Yep. And people were like, oh, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and even the disciples had a hard time deciphering because yep. they would yep. go back and, well, yeah. Jesus, you know, why, why would this be? Right. Why would that be? Right. And he'd have to further right. explain it to him, right? right. And it's just, that's powerful, man. Yeah, but that, is, just, that is most definitely one thing that I could see eventually happening. I, and I always wanted to start it out with a stage play. If okay. I could turn it into a actual, you know what I'm saying, like you were just saying, like a movie mm-hmm. script or something like that, man, I, I'd love to because yeah. I'm still, I'm, I'm trying to give you the gospel. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> you know man. It's needed. It. Yeah. It's needed, though. You yeah. know, we have to, it's, that's our job. That's right. the sole job as believers. Right. Go spread the gospels and lead souls to Christ, mm-hmm. man. You know, be be good shepherds of right. the faith. Right. You know, just like when you had mentioned earlier, you said the third reason that drives you is just simply, you know, I, I love them. Man, that's You it. know, and, <laughs> I, and, and there's a scripture, a particular scripture I want to say, uh, it may be in the book of Matthew. Mm-hmm. And y'all forgive me, I'm paraphrasing, but you know, Jesus asked Peter, mm-hmm. he said, Peter, do you love, love me? me. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and the first two times he said, of course, you, of course, you know, I love you. <laughs> yeah. And what Peter was really, you know, Jesus knew off the bat, right, right. the type of love you really talking about is that filet-ho love, mm-hmm. you know, that brotherly mm-hmm. love, right? Mm-hmm. And so it took Peter the third time to finally realize, mm-hmm. man, he talking about that agape God, love, that unconditional <laughs> love, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I love you, Lord, right. then go feed my sheep. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and we say we love him. We have to go out and feed people, the sheep. Right. We have to give people that right. gospel truth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whether it hurt or, or not, not right. you know, it don't matter. Just mm-hmm. just do it. You yeah. know, and if you truly love God, man, that's what you got in your that's heart, it. bro. That's you got up. that love of God man, in you your heart, too. man. <laughs> it just, it's mind-blowing, yeah, though, it's just to see other people. Because one thing about being in a relationship with mm-hmm. him is it never ceases to amaze us. 
you know how God can blow our mind every right. single day. For real, you know uh, real. The, the word lets us know our, our you know His mercies are renewed mm-hmm. daily. So every day we wake right. up, He's got something new in store for us. Right. But also He's given us another opportunity, and it's like, man, That's God, good. you so good. That's good, man. Like you know, yeah. you didn't have to. Right. You know, he, could, he didn't have to wake us and up And I ain't morning. deserve it. We, no, we sure enough don't deserve it, but, but that's how much he loves us. That's right. how much he desires. But he created us just for his glory, exactly. just for him. You know, right. you know, just like the angel said, why God, God why are you so mm-hmm. mindful of them? them right. You know, because we're made right. in his image. Right. We're not like the angels. Right. You know, it's just, and, and, and words can't even describe man, it. Man, it really can't, man. And, no. and you want people, you know what I'm saying, the, the books we're talking about now to play, you know what I'm saying, yeah. how I grew up in a, in a certain environment, sometimes it's it's hard to, unless you can relate, it's hard to get through to them what, what we're talking about right now. That Absolutely. love and their grace because the only thing you have is a bunch of memories of, you know what I'm saying, might have some church hurt too. But, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying, the way your family done treated you, the way your friends done treated you, all the crossing, all the backstabbing, you know what I'm saying, Boy, all the, struggles, the struggles that you done, the struggles in life, you know what I'm saying, yeah. being molested, being raped, or all kinds of stuff, all this hurt that you done went through, and now somebody's trying to tell you that God is good and he's good all the time. Yeah. That's hard to receive. It's hard, yeah, it's hard Man, to hard to see that in the midst talk. of what you're dealing with. Man, and when you can, yeah. and when you got somebody that can help you explain the word and the tactics of the enemy, like I was saying earlier, they can get you to at least be like, that makes a little sense. Mm-hmm. It, it'll get you to see you. Like, it'll I understand get, that. I can I can see that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and until you can reach it at that point, man, mm-hmm. that's what, man, Jesus was so... I, I can't even express it. Can't he, even express it. Yeah. Because he can, no. he can reach you. It didn't, it didn't matter what was going on. Like you yeah. said, we have a high priest who can sympathize with all of our weaknesses. Yeah. And when he, you, he, and I didn't mean to cut you, you off. Good. The thing about Jesus, man, and we all can do this, but he, he utilized the Holy Spirit to the nth degree. Man, yeah, every moment that you didn't see him with people or with mm-hmm. the crowd, guess what he was doing? He was mm-hmm. spending it with God, right? Yeah, and, and he let us know in the scripture, time and time and again. You know, I only do the will of my right. Father. I only right. do what my Father right. says. Right. Right. I, I do nothing of my own accord. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, if we're in Christ, His Word also lets us know that you know you see the works that He does, mm-hmm. but greater works shall we, we do, do because on, He man. goes unto the Father. He right now at the right hand of the Father, interceding on our right. behalf. Every time we yeah. pray, right. he, He's like, "Hey, Daddy, right. Daddy, right. guess right. what? Right. Hey, your right. son Joe, he, he right. praying for this right now. He, he's yeah. needing your assistance, yeah. and, and all His prayers are yeah. what, yes and amen. Yeah. And so it's like, it's that simple. We we shouldn't have to make this difficult. You right. know what I'm saying? All we have to do is walk in it. But That's the enemy it. is gonna try every little trick and tactic to hinder us or man. to keep us. From walking in the blessings and walking in the calling that God has called for us, man. And he said, here it is. I got it for you. That's it. Just do it. You know what I'm saying? Like the Nike slogan. Just 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 do do it, it, man. Just do it. It's as simple as that. And understand, when you fall, you know, you you got a place you can get back up. Get back up, boy. Don't let that, don't don't just stay there. Don't just feel like, ah, he just gave up on me. Because I see a, it's a quote I be seeing a lot of people when they talk about religion versus having a relationship. And the quote say something like, uh, religion. When I do something, and then I say, "Oh, my dad is gonna whoop me," and then they say, "Having a relationship." Yeah. Oh, I did something. Oh, let me go quote. and talk to. Let me exactly go tell my dad. Yeah, yep. you gotta have that kind of relationship. Yep. You gotta have a relationship that where it's like, man, I done messed up. Let me go. Let me go talk to. My, talk to him. Not, not expect a whooping yeah, from. Yeah, him. let me go talk. You know, let me. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
Man, yep. they thinking about that rod of discipline. They? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> they thinking about the rod yeah. of discipline, or you know, the uh, uh, the Lord chastise. And he does chastise yeah. those he loves, but but he does it in a way that you know you're gonna be corrected yeah. from, and don't that be, you're gonna grow in. You know, right. you know, don't think of it as I'm I'm about to whoop your butt. You yeah. done messed up now. I'm no. going to hell for every. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell, man. Yep. Come on, man. Man, this is a powerful, powerful podcast, man. Uh, all right. So this is what I want you to do, man. Real quick, I know you got it in you. What's up? But I want you to, you know, lay something acapella down for you know the acapella? people to hear, man. Yeah, lay something acapella down, you know, and then you know just tell them where they can reach you at uh, through any social media outlets, you know, uh, even if you want them to give you a call mm-hmm. or te- whatever. Okay, well my social, I'm gonna start out. With my social medias are uh, on Facebook is Joe T Baker the mm-hmm. third. That's uh, three capital eyes. Uh, you can find me on there. Uh, Instagram is Baker I I I three lowercase eyes behind it, and those usually the, the main two that I use as far as ministry. Now I use my Snapchat, but I try to have a little freedom there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but them the two main social medias that I use. Uh, my email is the Life Ministries at gmail dot com. I'll one word the Life Ministries, uh, the Life Ministries ten. Uh, at gmail.com. Uh, some acapella. I got something. Yeah, I know, I know you got something. This, this brother right here, man, when he when he bring that heat, <laughs> that Holy Ghost little, fire heat. I got a little something, man. It's it's old, but it's it's. It was when I was actually going through my journey, things that I expressed that I know that I actually went through and did, and it go uh I done been through a lot, but all I have is a little, look, you don't know my struggles. You don't know what I've been through. You don't even know what I really had to do. You don't even know what was on my mind when I pulled that trigger. It was him or me. I shouldn't even had to go and do that time. Of course, I grind. I ain't had no choice. We were borderline poor. Hey, God told me, God told me to trust in him. He'll open up doors, and he did just that. I ain't going to lie. Look, I seen it with my own two eyes. I seen it with my own two that. I seen it with my own two eyes like Moses did with the burning bush when it was consumed by fire when he digged in deeper and he made him see and he was black and he told hold on I gotta do this hold on I gotta do this hold on hold on hold on I've been through a lot but all I have is a little look you don't know my struggles you don't know what I've been through you don't even know what I really had to do you don't even know what was on my mind when I pulled that trigger it was him or me I shouldn't even had to go and do that time of course I grind we ain't had no choice we were borderline poor Hey, then God told me, God told me to trust in him. He'll open up doors and he did just that. I ain't going to lie. Look, I seen it with my own two eyes like Moses did with a burning bush. When it wasn't consumed by fire, and let's dig even deeper. Because he made him see when he was blind and he made him walk. Dang, for so long, he was paralyzed. Then God told me and God told <laughs> Hey, look, 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 look. If y'all want to hear more. Y'all shout out, reach out to Joe T on all his social media outlets. I know he got some music getting ready to drop soon. Uh, yeah. You probably got a mixtape you getting ready to drop man, soon. Man, I got so many songs. Hey, but, but y'all keep in tune with him, man. This brother is a blessing. He's truly anointed. Uh, daily, you know, or even every other day, I know he pops up with these videos, man, <laughs> that, that blesses people with some real knowledge, That's some real up. spiritual knowledge, man. And, you know, just stay in tune, man. You know, I, I thank you, brother, for coming out and, you know, doing this podcast episode. It's definitely a blessing to That's have you up. on the show. I appreciate uh, it. Y'all stay tuned with me, KDV Music. Y'all can reach me on KDV Music on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, even Snapchat. Any social media outlets, uh, also go to kdvmusic.net. You'll find 
the podcast episode on there as well. Uh, we always staying up to date with things. Go to aboutthatlifemovement.com for, you know, all the other team members that I have, Ballistic, Proof, um, you know, everybody else, Never Void. Reach out to us, man. We always got things going on ministry-wise. And if y'all need help with anything, also reach out. You know, we always looking to bless people. So love y'all. God bless y'all. This is the Day in the Life Radio podcast, episode number three with Joe T. Baker the third. Thank you, my brother, for coming sure. out, man. Love you. Love and you uh, y'all stay tuned, man. God bless. Stay tuned for the next episode of Day in the Life podcast radio with KDV.